0: Hey guys, it's Ed, and I'm coming to you live from the Temporary Drunk Gossip Studios here in Detroit. And I know I sound like a robot, and I don't know why. (laughs) Um, I really, I have no idea why I sounded like a robot just then. (laughs) It's just one of those things, I suppose. Um, I spent most of the day yesterday, after I recorded, um, putting together... Or transcribing some stuff for another client. So maybe that's why. Maybe that's why I sound like a robot today. <laughs> Damn clients. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Alright, so we're going to jump right into the deep end. Um, there is a potential love triangle brewing, and I am here for it. I am here for it so the last couple months all we've heard about is lady gaga and bradley cooper getting together and being the hot couple well now there's a potential wrinkle to all of this and at this point i just need to i just need to say that this is all alleged and rumor But I think there's enough substance to it, and the source is blind gossip, so I think there's more than enough to justify us at least talking about it. So, Bradley Cooper and Mackenzie Bezos were seen talking and hanging out together at the um, Obama Foundation event that happened in New York. Not a big deal. Celebrities go to those things all the time, right? Well, according to Blind Gossip, he was hanging out to her every word and was following her around like a little puppy dog. And people are theorizing now that perhaps they are looking to either work together or get together. I'm going to guess, just based on my knowledge of um, Bradley Cooper and and what we know um, about him, is that this was not a romantic thing. Um... I'm gonna guess that he but they're gonna try to present it as one. Why would they do that? Um, I think that's a fair question. And I think the answer is she doesn't want to be bothered with with all these romantic interests. Um and he could possibly get funding for a new project or um, maybe even get the green light because she does $38 billion worth of assets including a lot of Amazon stock was recently um, signed over to her. So I think that there's definitely a possibility here that any flirting or any romantic hints that we see are are more of a business venture than anything else. But here's what the source said. They seem to have a lot in common. He was following her around like a puppy dog. I don't know if he wants to, to date her or wants her to fund a project of his or what. Anyways, he was definitely locked in on her. He asked if she wanted to get together and grab dinner sometime. She said yes. They left at the same time, but I don't know if they left in the same car. If they actually do get together and a prime photo is delivered, the press will go absolutely crazy. I don't think it's the press that's going to go crazy. It's Jeff Bezos who's going to go crazy. Jeff Bezos just seems like the jealous type. It's okay for him to be dating um, Lauren Sanchez, but I don't think he wants Mackenzie dating anybody. I think he wants her pining away for him. But can you imagine this this already, just Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga, and Mackenzie Bezos? And then add in the Jeff Bezos of it all. This is going to be an epic, epic celebrity love story if it actually comes to fruition. And that's a really big if. Um, but you know, it's kind of playing at this side of me that Mrs. Jackie Collins, so don't be surprised to see a short story or something on drunkgossip.com about this. I'm going to be right back. And I'm back. So, rumors are flying now about Colin Jost and Scarlett Johansson's engagement allegedly being called off. Now, there's nothing to substantiate this other than rumors and window right now. But I think there's enough substance here for us to at least take a look at this. Um, Scarlett Johansson has a very active social life. And the last few times that she's been out, it she's been seen without her engagement ring. Now, there, are, there could be a number of reasons why she's not wearing her ring. Um... You know, maybe it's being resized, maybe it's being cleaned. Maybe, frankly, she just didn't want to wear it because she's out on the town and doesn't want to get robbed or mugged. All of these are very, very valid. All of these are very, very valid um, points of view. But... her fandom, especially from the, um, the Avenger movies, seems to be thinking that there's something more going on. Um, and I don't know if this is just fan fiction or wishful thinking on the part of fans of the Avenger movies, um, But across line gossip and Crazy Days and Nights there has been insinuations that Scarlett Johansson and Chris Evans were having an affair while they were filming um, movies. They say that um, that was one of the things that led to Chris Evans' breakup with his um, now ex-girlfriend. I forget her name. Um, But she found out that Chris and Scarlett were having this affair. And they broke up. The rumor takes it one step further. And they say that Colin Jost is a cuckold. And if you don't know what that means. It means basically a man who will watch his partner have sex with another man and be okay with it. And... The persona he per, he shows on screen is different than the Colin Jost I met. Um, I met him when I worked at a comedy club. He was very nice, very, very handsome in real life. Um, if he were gay, I would have definitely made a move. So um, but that being said, I don't know that he would actually play the cuck. Maybe he would because it's Scarlett Johansson and straight dudes seem to fetishize her to every degree possible. Um, But again, this, this is all falling into... Um, categories where I'm not 100% sure um, is is fully accurate. Um, and, you know, of course, Crazy Days and Nights actually took it a step further and has made Chris Evans this kinky BDSM badass motherfucker. Um, so... Again, I think with with that you just have to kind of pick and choose what you believe um, is, is there trouble in paradise with Colin Jost and Scarlett Johansson There could be um, so far the their relationship has stayed mostly under the radar, and they have mostly. Avoided any kind of public drama. They've looked very adorable together. Um, The the times they've been... ...photoed. um, Photographed together. But... ...if there is trouble... ...I don't think it's coming from an outside source. Again, this is kind of just tickling my Jackie Collins... um, ...senses here... So again, there, there might be a, a short story or eventually a novel based on this. But I could definitely see Colin being a little upset that um, Scarlett Johansson is much more successful than he is. I don't know if his ego could take that. But then again, maybe he can Or maybe it's his dick saying, you know, you're fucking Scarlett Johansson. Don't screw this up for me. We'll know as the story develops a little bit more. But for right now, I'm going to go, and I'm going to come right back. And we're just going to go ahead and continue on with our Jackie Collins-esque episode today. Um, and just so you guys know, the, the title of the episode is an homage to her. I don't know if that was clear or not. Um, but one of, I believe her very first book was called The World is Full of Married Men. Um, and that's why I titled this episode, The World is Full of Gossip. Um, for, for for the hardcore Jackie Collins fans like myself, please forgive me. Um, I just don't know if everyone knows about her illustrious career, or if they just know her as a sex writer. Because I'm telling you right now, that's how they know me. <laughs> but... Um, in the, if I'm remembering correctly... And I've read all of her books at this point. If I'm remembering correctly... The world is full of married men. Revolves around... Um, married men having affairs. I know. Surprise. And the modern day... The modern day equivalent of that... Would be Matt Lauer... Matt Lauer was charming. He he was very, very, very successful. At one time, I believe he was the highest um, paid news anchor um, around. I can't think of anyone who was making more money than him. Uh, He was making almost $25 million a year to host the Today Show. Um, And and to be clear, the Today Show was bringing in loads more money than that. And he had been with the show for almost 30 years before he was canned for alleged sexual harassment and assault um, complaints. Um, And for those of you who were living under a rock, I'm just going to recap the story really fast. Basically... What happened was, everyone knew that Matt Lauer was a cad. Everybody. The tabloids would blast affairs that he had across their covers. But he was, he was Teflon. The scandals never actually stuck. Uh, um, and his wife at one point, and I believe in the late 90s, filed for divorce, but then withdrew it after some consideration. And the affairs continued. Um, It's rumored that he had... It's rumors that he um, had an affair with Natalie Morales, and after that came out, NBC moved her from the Today Show... Over to Access Hollywood. And then ultimately fired her. And still his wife stayed. Until. 2017. It was. A bizarre morning. I woke up. I had stayed over at. He who does not exist house. And we were bombarded with the news that Matt Lauer had been fired. So, of course, my gossip senses tingled. And I started to look into this a little bit more and more and more. And it it was just so bizarre. Um, NBC claims that they had gotten a complaint the day before. They investigated it very, very quickly, especially for such a large company and fired him. Shortly after he was fired he he claimed that there was no sexual harassment, no sexual assault but he did act inappropriately um, as a husband and a father. Okay, you know at least he owned part of it. And then the rape door came out. Allegedly, there was a button underneath his desk where he could shut and lock his door to trap women in the office and do what he wanted with them. As if that weren't bad enough, you know, as if all of that wouldn't make for a fascinating story. His wife finally divorced him. And this divorce has dragged on longer than my longest relationship. (laughs) But as I told you a few weeks ago, they've finally come to a settlement. And now they've actually put everything, um, everything is all nice and filed with the New York State Supreme Court. And here's what Um here's what the court spokesperson Lucian Chelfin said upon a judge's signature it will be sent to the court clerk's office to be entered the process could take up to a few months so if you're planning on getting a divorce plan on that divorce taking more than a year to to be completed. And you don't have to wait for quite as long for me to go and come right back. And I'm back. And I wasn't actually planning on doing this. So, this is really off the cuff. <laughs> um and Will is going to murder me. Uh, y'all already know this. Um but again, you know, and I know why Will wants me to be prepared, but sometimes things happen and sometimes episodes, through no fault of my own, take a different theme than what I was planning or thinking about. This episode has taken, uh, taken the theme of relationship drama within the celebrity world. And it's very reminiscent of um, the article I wrote, What Tales of the City Can Teach Soap Operas. Um, That's over on HVY.com. But one of the main arguments I make in that article is every story, especially for soap operas, should revolve around or go back to a love story. Um, the main arc in Tales of, uh, in the new Tales of the City um, that debuted on Netflix and I don't know why my voice just went up like that. Um, puberty! Uh, the main arc in the new Tales of the City that debuted on Netflix last month uh, was... Anna Madrigal being blackmailed by a mysterious person. So how do you how did that end up creating love stories? It created complications for Mouse and his boyfriend Ben. Who went from being happy in their situation with Finn spending most of the nights over at Michael's house to having to decide whether, whether or not they wanted to live together. And that sounds like really dull drama, but it's very true to life. And frankly, I was really, really happy with how um, they played everything out. Again, it was very, very real. And it hit all the, it hit all the spots that, um, it should have. And then after, after they decided that, no, they didn't want to live together, there was more relationship drama from the fact that Miles had, um, accepted her, uh, an invitation to live with his ex-boyfriend. Um, And this led to really big fireworks. Uh, The Blackmail pushed Marianne and Brian together. Um, They had been married. They broke up when her career started to take off and she didn't want to be with him anymore. And then they realized, hey, we still love one another. Um, The daughter with their daughter, Shauna, also kind of pushed them together. Um, And created very realistic uh, realistic and soap opera terms tension within their relationship. Um Shauna unwittingly and unknowingly was sleeping with her uh with her best friends and um blackmailer. Shauna and Anna were were best of friends and it was almost it was very, very cute, first of all. Um and very, very clever how they did it. How they passed the torch down to... From Anna to Shauna. Um, and so that, obviously, that coupling did not last. And f- um, And then finally we found out... That the black male actually started because of a love story, um, of Anna's that happened in the 1960s in San Francisco. Um, it was, uh, for those of you who don't know, Anna Magical, um, is a transgender woman. And she was, I believe, the very first, um, pop culture transgender character um, and she was definitely a template for many, many, many other transgender characters that would come following her. So. Um, it, so they passed, they passed the Tales of the City towards Shoshana. Will there be more tales? I definitely hope so. But again, it, they learn how to connect everything right back to um, relationships and whatnot. And that's what soaps used to do so well. That's why soaps used to be so popular. You know, every time I turn on Netflix now, Tales of the City is near or at the top of the trending, near or at the top of the popular. So Netflix has to be happy with what they did. Um, <laughs> it would not be an episode without me coughing, right? Um, and what Jackie Collins did better than anybody else, any other writer, bar none, is she told exciting stories. Uh, exciting stories that connected because each and every one of her tales went back to a love story. Um, the main love story in the Lucky Santiago, santiago series was, um, between Lucky and, and her husband, I keep calling they him Cooper, I don't think that's right, um, Lucky and her husband, and, um, you know, that would- that series went on for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh hold on, I lost count. Six, seven, eight, nine. It was a ten book series. Um just like Tales of the City, actually. So Um She did something right. <laughs> um and you know the the whole thing has always um the whole thing has always been um revolving around uh, Lenny Golden. That's Lucky's name, uh, husband's name. Sorry, uh, it was gonna bother me because, I, like I said earlier, I've read all the books. Um, so you know, it was one of those things that was gonna keep nagging me until I actually got the got my answer. Anyways, um, all of the threats from the time Lucky and Lenny got together were about their relationships. Or them working together. um, Such was the case in the Santangelo's. I I realized earlier, I butchered the name. It happens. Um, Like I told you, this was not a planned segment, so... Um, And in the last few books... Jackie, um, the Santangelo's was always going to be the finale of the Lucky series. But, she had started to thread in future stories for, um, Bobby and, um, Bobby Santangelo and Max Golden, Lucky's children. And, I, I truly believe to this day that if she had survived, if she were still alive, we would be looking at the Max Golden series now because she was doing everything to set up the future of this series. And, and that's what I want to tell writers um, before I go. If you're writing a series, everything has to go back to the love story. I know you may not like it, I know maybe it's not your thing, but it is what will keep the series going. Like I said, um, Jackie Collins had 28 novels, 29 novels, 28 or 29 novels published. Ten of those were from this series, and the reason for that is because they were... She knew what she was doing. Um, The Power Trip is probably one of her most popular um, recent books. And again, it revolves all around. (coughs) It revolves all around her. um, I'm trying to think of the proper way to say this. It revolves around her uh, building love stories. And she was probably the best at doing that. Rest in peace, Jackie. And y'all, I'm going to take a break and come right back. And I'm back. So, generally speaking, we don't talk about YouTube personalities. Unless they do something really fucked up, like um, Paul Logan. Um, with the the Japanese suicide tree um, stunt so he pulled... Or him saying that in March he was only going to have sex with men. Which, you know, you notice that after there was a big outcry, we didn't hear anything else from him. So we don't know if he actually went through with it or if he just thought it was kind of one of those cool things that he should say he was going to do or what. Um... But I mean other than that, frankly, I just don't find them fascinating enough, which sounds kind of snobby, especially since they really are celebrities for the new generation. but I don't know, I just uh, maybe maybe this is my turning point, maybe this will make me start talking about them jake paul lugan um or I'm sorry, they have. Yeah, I had the name wrong. It's, It was Logan Paul and Jake Paul. My apologies. Um, so Jake Paul is Logan Paul's brother, obviously. Now, these two douchebags, and I say that with a fair amount of confidence um, that they actually are douchey, um, are YouTube royalty at this point. Um, they were banned, they um, lost the monetization of their their channels for a while, but they came roaring back. they still have millions and millions of followers. and they are Jake Paul is starting to play the Hollywood game almost better than anybody else. So recently there were accusations of him being anti-LGBTQ+, to which he was like, whoa, 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 not cool, dude. Like, I've always supported the community. Why are you saying this shit about me? And basically what happened was um, there were some trans folk who were turned away uh, from a party or something, and allegedly one of... Jake Paul's assistants said, we were promised real girls. Which hit the the accuser wrong. And um, Jake Paul and his manager both said, yo, we got this. We're investigating, don't worry about it. Whether or not we should worry about it is immaterial. Um, And totally not what we're talking about. So... One of the other things that he's doing, besides creating a faux controversy... And I I truly believe that's a faux controversy right there. Because he's coming out looking like a good guy, a hero, a little too easily for my... a, A little too easily for my taste. Um... And then along came a blind item, which it it comes from Blind Gossip. For all the best blind items, head on over to blindgossip.com. Which really tied it together. The item is called Exactly the Same Person. And in it, they say that Jake Paul's relationship with Tana Mangu is actually very real. Um but there's a whole there's a twist to this whole thing. The relationship is real, the engagement is real, but it's not gonna last. Here's what the source said. He says that she is the first girl he's ever met who wants exactly the same things he wants, which are attention and money. He says she is he says she is just like him and that she is willing to do whatever it takes to get them. She's as crazy as he is. And then the source concluded by saying, Nobody seriously seriously thinks it will last, but they will make they will milk it for every like and click and follower. And they are proving that right now. How are how are they doing that? They're doing it by um faking a wedding. So yesterday somehow Um yesterday somehow rumor started that Um Jake and Tana had got had married and People were like, whoa, you just got engaged, like, two weeks ago. And. So people were really, really confused. By what was happening. And then Tana tweeted. Hashtag fake news. We're still engaged, bitch. But you'll know when we have a wedding. And then she she also wrote, Bet you didn't think we'd be engaged for this long. Hashtag the Pauls. And so this is all way more than enough. It's way more than enough for people to scratch their heads and say, what is actually happening here? But there's a tw- to this whole thing <sighs> are y'all ready for this Belle Thorne who was in a polyamorous relationship with Tana and Maud's son at one point says that Jake better watch himself and he better run while he can And, you know, she says that Tana is not a good person, you know, and all this other stuff. Um, and she, she actually told Jake Paul, hey, if you're actually going to marry him, you need to get yourself a prenup. Which, okay, so you all know I'm on Bella Thorne's side when it comes to the Mod Sun breakup. You know, I, uh, there, there's just... I, I think it's pretty safe to say that... Um, I think it's pretty safe to say that she's in the right there. And then she's in the right here. What is happening in this world... Where Bella Thorne is right twice in two different, very different situations? Now, I'm not saying that... Tana is with Jake Paul for his money. I don't know enough about her to make that assumption. But given all that we know and how she's already declaring herself a quote-unquote Paul, Jake in danger. This is a Haley Baldwin Justin Bieber situation all over again. The only difference is that there's no Selena Gomez in it, unless of course, Tana and Bella are secretly working together. In which case, I don't know what to say. <laughs> but seriously, though, no, I don't. You know, it sounds like I'm joking, and I'm not really. I. Um. You know, again, it it goes back to love, or at least a relationship, a romantic relationship in this case, that seems real. But it also seems like there's a bunch of illusion underneath it it all. Because how in the world can you... How in the world can you... Go from being in a polyamorous relationship to a monogamous, or at least publicly monogamous, relationship with one person. Um, You know, maybe polyamory just just didn't work for her. But they were, the relationship lasted a really long time um, with Maude, Bella, and Tana. And clearly, um, it didn't end well. But we don't know why it didn't end well. And the fact that Bella Thorne is now... ...warning Jake to get... ...a prenup... ...is kind of telling me that there was... ...some money maneuvers or something happening... ...that per her, put her on edge... ...and made her and her management team said, ...hmm... ...we're gonna, we're gonna go ahead and hit pause... And speaking of hitting pause, that's going to do it for me for today. Thank you all so much for listening, as always. Leave me a message on um, Facebook and Instagram, at AuthorEdAnderson. Um, Twitter, at uh, A. Leave me a message on um, Anchor Voice. Tell me what you thought of today's theme. Um, and tell me, should I put together either a long novel of that is Jackie Collins-esque, or a book of short stories based in Hollywood and some of these things. Um, and let me know what you think, and I will, um, I will start some work on it, and um, Will and I will figure out um, some branding for, the, for this, these series of books. But until then, I'm going to go. And until next time, cheers.